Welcome back to another Growing Grace podcast. We're so delighted that you chose to join us today. We know that you could have done anything else over these next six or seven minutes besides uh, listen to this country uh, sounding guy, but you've chosen to spend it with us. Each day we do a little daily devotional of shedding light on Jesus through looking in the scriptures alongside of our journey of life so that we can grow by seeing Jesus and his beauty of love and grace. So let's get to it. We're in 1 Kings chapter 17 talking about Elijah again today. Yesterday, we just talked about how that God had given the widow woman an unbelievable request to go in and make him something to eat first and then make something for themselves and the obedience that had this beautiful miracle encased in it. And in verse 14, he says, for thus says the Lord, this is Elijah talking to the widow, for thus says the Lord of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day that the Lord sends rain on the earth. What an incredible promise. He says, if you go do this, if you go do this, it's going to open up the exponential provision of God. I wonder how many times that we have balked at doing the unusual thing the unreasonable thing, the kingdom thing, because it didn't make any sense. Well, let me tell you something. God tells us to do stuff all the time. It doesn't make sense. You remember the story of Elisha. Uh, I'm going to take a little rabbit trail here. Elisha had a man come to him whose name was Naaman. He was a seer, another Gentile. And uh, he comes to him. He was a mighty man, won many battles for the Syrians. And he comes to Elisha and says, Elisha, uh, and he talks to Eden. Elisha didn't even go out to him. He sent his servant out to him. You know, and he said, he said, uh, he said I've, I've got leprosy. And he said, I want you to heal me. I've heard that you can heal me. And I won't go into all of the detail of that story, but Elijah, or excuse me, Elisha, uh, Elijah's successor, uh, sent back word through Gehazi, his servant, and said, go to the Jordan River and dip seven times, and when you come up, your flesh will be as clean as a child. And the man was just enraged. He says, what? There's a lot cleaner rivers around here. And he mentioned Abana and Farpar and all this kind of stuff. Why, why, don't, why don't we go there? This is nasty. This makes no sense. It's unreasonable. Do you see that? It's unreasonable. And so God... God gives him this moment, this opportunity to be healed. And he starts balking at the method in which he receives it. And so Gehazi says to him, he says, let me ask you a question. If he had told you something that was more difficult than this, would you not have done it? So what's your problem? So finally, Naaman says, you know what? You got, you're making a lot of sense. And he goes to the Jordan River, dips down seven times. And sure enough, after the seventh time, it wasn't progressive. It had to wait until his obedience was fulfilled. And when he did, he came up with flesh as clean and as new as a baby. It was one of the greatest miracles of the Old Testament, unheard of, leper being cleansed. You see, sometimes God asked us to do unreasonable, ridiculous, foolhardy things. I mean, honestly, how silly is it for us to turn the other cheek when somebody slaps us on the one? I mean, honestly, does anybody really have the, uh, I mean, what is the audacity of the Lord to say to do that? Because that's how Jesus lived. That's how God lives. 
when somebody takes a, the coat, he gives them the cloak also. That's his generosity. He wants to live through us in such a way that these ridiculous things are so wonderful in this world because this world is so looking with tunnel vision about this, the things that they expect. And when something comes from out of the blue and it has to be God and he gets glory from it and that's the beauty of it. So each day when that woman, I don't believe for one moment that when that woman took the hand into that jar on any day until the rain began. I don't believe that it was full. I believe it had the same amount in it that it had yesterday. But God just supernaturally resupplied it every day. And this is a wonderful image of the daily bread that God gives us as we walk with him. Jesus, even in the Lord's Prayer, said, give us this day our daily bread. This is the lesson. This is where we see Jesus in this beautiful passage, every day she went and she still had a handful of meal and a little oil to be able to cook for her sons. And every single day, it was a testimony to the goodness of God, not of the obedience of the woman, but the goodness of God. And I love what Romans 2 says. It's the goodness or the kindness of God that leads men to repentance, not the threat of penalty. It's not the, in, uh, the, the, the threat of hell and rapture and all of this kind of stuff. Uh, it's, it's not the lure of heaven, but it's the goodness of God. That's what caused the prodigal son to get out of the hog pen and go home and dare to ask dad for a re-entry. And that is the beauty of this walk of faith. And it says that her household ate for many days and the uh, bin of flour was not used up, nor did the oil of the jar run dry, according to the word that was spoken by the prophet Elijah. This is how we grow, guys. We learn how to trust the Lord and let God do a work in us. And I love the old totality of this passage where it shows God doing something in Israel and he does something in Israel, something phenomenal. He does something in Elijah and then he does something in this widow woman. Isn't that great? That's, that is so like God to have an ultimate plan, okay? Maybe God just called Elijah to go talk to Ahab because he had a widow woman that he needed to see to, this Gentile widow woman whom no one would have chosen. Even Jesus mentions her in the New Testament, and this beautiful. And guys, this is what I'm talking about when we begin to see the word of the Lord in the midst of our challenges, valleys, and difficulties. And this is how we grow in grace. See you tomorrow.